a life dedicated to the service of his community and unceremoniously gunned down outside his family home. After the shots rang out in the Cape Town community of Bishop Lavis on the afternoon of September 18, 2020, the community fell quiet and wracked with fear. It has stayed that way. In today's episode of Boots on the Ground, behind South Africa's national headlines, we will be looking into the assassination of one of South Africa's most respected policemen, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Kinnear the section commander of the anti-gang unit in Cape Town. We will be discussing murder, gangsterism, and the resounding silence of a community plagued by gang violence. Boots on the Ground is a podcast dedicated to unravelling some of South Africa's biggest news stories. This podcast follows Sunday Times reporters as they investigate the stories making headlines. For Boots on the Ground, behind South Africa's national headlines, I am your host, Nikki Gulesh. Please be advised that the contents of this podcast involves descriptions of murder and may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Unfortunately, this will be one of our shorter episodes, and the reason for this is fear. Fear of gang violence that has gripped an entire community and countless witnesses and thrust them into silence. Our reporters tell us that getting anyone with useful information to come forward is proving extremely difficult. This is a travesty, because the victim in today's tale, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Kinnear, is renowned for standing against gang violence and facing those who look to intimidate and threaten his community head-on. Lieutenant Colonel Kinnear was a well-respected and loved Bishop Lavis community member, family man, and was recognized as one of the country's top detectives. It's clear that we have lost a good man. It's not every day where you find the media saying this was the best of the best. Uh, I have read the article uh, saying so. Usually police are forever lambasted, are forever ugly, are forever doing things that uh, nobody appreciates. But uh, for him to say we have lost the best of the best that tells you what kind of a man uh, we have lost. And he was a proud man, a man who lived for his job, who was dedicated to serve this great nation. Um, And we can say so much about this man lying here. It's a real travesty. But um, over the years, I got to know Shaw as a man who came across very soft, very soft-spoken. But a man who was a man of faith, who really believed in Jesus Christ as his Savior. He wasn't just the same. 
He was the son of God. And in everything that he did, he tried to live, have faith, practically, even serving as a member of the service, the police service. I know he's a man that loved his family dearly. Um, I've tried for many years to convince him that soccer is not a real sport and that he must convert to rugby. I was not successful. And he was very proud of his boys who were very good at soccer. He was a family man. But he was also a man for the community. A man who wanted to be a role model for his people. And indeed he was. My dad had to say, for us at home, for those at work, and I'd like to share with you. My dad says, if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. So I'd like to say to each and every single police officer out there, stand firm in what you believe in, stand firm in the oath that you take. Even though you may have, for your own reasons, wandered off that road, that's given to me. Over the last few weeks, we've heard many, many people speak about Shalkanir. And words like committed, dedicated, principled, fearless, what I heard today, mindful, protective and vigilant, but also a family man, a dad, someone who cared, someone who had values and went about their daily life living those values to make a difference for the people in this province and, this, and in this country. The now late top cop, as he has come to be named in the media, was attached to the Western Cape Anti-Gang Unit as a section commander involved in investigations into several high-profile cases resulting in multiple arrests. Kinya was the investigating officer in an extortion case involving alleged underworld figure Nafiz Modak, the murder case of biker boss Tim Lotter, and the murder case of Cape Town attorney Pete Mihalik. He was also probing massive corruption within the police and the underworld, and for that he was recognized as a mild-spoken South African hero. Police Minister Becky Kele described him as Western Cape's number one detective and South Africa's third best detective. But sadly, Kinnear, at the age of 52, was gunned down in his car outside his Bishop Levis home during the afternoon of September 18, 2020. At the time of his death, he was about to expose massive corruption at the country's central firearm registry. His probe fingered alleged underworld boss Nafiz Modak and an alleged syndicate, including several high-ranking police officers, ranging from sergeants and captains all the way up to brigadiers and lieutenant colonels. Kenya also revived a so-called guns-to-gangs case, which implicated alleged 28th gang boss Rolf Stanfield. His investigation led to a recent High Court order calling for the guns-to-gangs case to be heard in Kailicha this year. Truly a remarkable man, and a shining star in South Africa's criminal justice system. But of course, 
diving so deep into South Africa's underworld in the hope of cleaning it up meant that Kinnear made a lot of very powerful and frightening enemies. His life had been at risk for a long time. This became particularly evident when two suspects were arrested after they were found with hand grenades outside his home in November 2019. As a result of the threats Kinnear faced and the very real attempts that were being made on his life, members of the anti-gang unit took turns in late 2019 to guard his home. Last year, 24-hour security was placed outside his home after he had received several death threats, but that security was later withdrawn in December of 2019, a matter that itself is being investigated. On the afternoon of Kinnear's assassination, the house was unguarded, but the day seemed ordinary enough. His eldest son, Carlisle Kinnear, said, My last conversation with my father was 30 seconds before he was shot. He phoned me to pull my car out of the driveway. He was standing there waiting for me. While Kinnear was parked on the street, his own security footage captured images of a man in a red hoodie black and white adidas pants and a mask. The man was seen next to Kinnear's window and in the next moment shooting through the glass. His family and the community he dedicated his life to protecting are devastated. Progress in bringing his killer to book has been slow. But a former rugby player and debt collector, Zane Killian, from Springs in Gauteng, has been arrested in connection with his murder. It is believed that Killian played a role in the assassination plot. Killian, who runs a tracing and investigations company with his ex-police officer father, faces murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and unlawful interception of communications charges. He has appeared three times before the Bishop Lavis Magistrate's Court under the watchful eye of a heavily armed contingent of the anti-gang unit, with his most recent appearance being just this last Friday, October the 9th. The Bishop Lavis community has not missed an appearance. They are outraged and have picketed outside the court each time the suspect has appeared. They have urged the prosecution to ensure that Killian is denied bail. My point of view as a community member, um, I think it's um, very sad, but the one that killed the cop, you will pay. If you don't pay here, you will pay by God. But I feel for the family, for the widow of the police officer. He was a family man and a community man. They must never let him out. He must die in prison. But that will never bring that later nun back. Never. They took, he took a family member. I believe surely the one that hired him for the job is the one that pimped him. They thought they were going to get one more. 
they are also going to be investigated, whoever they are. That is my discretion. I do nothing about them because they are so corrupt and everything. But that guy is in there, he must die. Because they can't kill somebody like that so brutally. It's not right. They must die. So you going to continue protesting outside here as long as you are here? Yes. In his latest court appearance, Killian denied being involved in the killing at all. The defense also said that he didn't conspire to kill the police officer. But the state alleges Killian tracked Kinnear's cell phones between March and September this year. The defense has submitted two documents to the court as proof that Killian was an accredited private investigator who was allowed to conduct surveillance. The documents were uh, certificate that he's a registered PI and the other one was uh, his separate documents uh, for his business. Progress in the case has also been stunted by severe security concerns. The Bishop Lavis area and its court have been plagued by gang violence for many years, with the Bishop Lavis Magistrates Court having been subjected to shootings in the past. Bail decisions have been postponed, as all parties have agreed that the bail hearing needs to be transferred to a more secure court. South Africa waited with bated breath on Friday to hear where the case would be moved to, only to find that the prosecution is still on the hunt for a more suitable venue. You'll remember that last week uh, the matter had to be postponed because there was an issue with the security risk around this court. After that, we made calls uh, to the judge president uh, of the regional court, requesting that the matter be transferred to one of the regional courts. Uh, up to now, we haven't received a response from the judge president of the regional court. We hope by next week, 14th, when we come back, we'll have a, a, a date and a new court where the, the bill application will be heard. An ongoing tussle between security and justice is underway in this case, as South Africa calls for retribution for the murder of one of its heroes. We live in a very dis dysfunctional society. A very dysfunctional society. Everybody saw, but nobody wants to talk. And we call upon the community of the Cape Flats and the Western Cape. Please, the time has come that you stand up and speak out. Don't be afraid because if you don't stand up and speak out, tomorrow it will happen to you. Let us give our support to the second police services. Let us make sure that we will support them and we will point out to them and we'll talk to them and we'll make sure that what happened to Charles does not happen to any member of the police services in the Western Cape. The time has come to speak out. Stand up and speak up. And just as we heard Reverend Chris Nissen of the South African Human Rights Commission begging at Kinnear's funeral, we too ask that anyone who has helpful information in this case will come forward.
We are hopeful for further arrests and justice for the Kinnear family in this case, which is still very much an ongoing story. Our Sunday Times journalists, who have also been facing threats from the underworld, will continue to report on Lieutenant Colonel Charles Kinnear's murder case. Just as Kinnear never gave up, neither will we. For Boots on the Ground, behind South Africa's national headlines, I am Nikki Gulesh.